0: Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation.
1: Welcome to the ninety-sixth episode of the Point Heart Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bobby Kuhn. This week, we are joined by Sammy Costello, General Manager of the Eau Claire Express up there in Wisconsin, members of the Northwoods League. If you like this episode, make sure to go back and listen to the older episodes. There's something back there for everyone. Um, You name it, we've, we've interviewed somebody with that position, so go ahead, check all the old episodes back there. I'd love to do the first shout out of 2022, but definitely more um, this year. So the easiest way to get a shout out is to drop a rating and comment on Apple Podcasts. That helps drive us up the charts a little bit, um, turns uh, more people into listeners and members of the TARP crew. I know you listen on a bunch of different apps and um, platforms, but Please go drop a rating and comment on Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and follow the designated Twitter account for the Pulling Tarp Podcast. And that is at Pod on Twitter. That's where you can find all up-to-date news about the Pulling Tarp Podcast and reach out about becoming a guest. That's where businesses can reach out as well to become sponsors if you know anybody. That is a business owner and uh, maybe looking for a different way to advertise to potential customers. Um, you know, sh- sh- tell them to shoot me a DM uh, over there at Pulling Tarp Pod on Twitter. And if you really want to, you can also follow me personally on Twitter at it's racoon. That's i t s r a c o o n. Guys, there's merchandise now. Go buy the Pulling Tart Podcast merchandise, stickers, coffee mugs, and wall art. You can find that on the Pulling Tart Podcast Twitter account on tpublic.com. You can find that on the Pulling Tart Podcast Twitter account or on tpublic.com. That's t-e-e-p-u-b-l-i-c dot com. And there's also a link tree in our bio on Twitter as well. That'll take you there um, to go get some merchandise as well. With that being said, let's chat with Sammy Costello. Sammy, welcome on to the Pooling Tart podcast. Uh, you were just saying that, that things are getting pretty crazy there um, in Wisconsin. You know, it's starting to ramp up. So how is that Midwest Wisconsin winter treating you? I don't miss it at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do envy, envy that a little bit. Um, this is my third, third, fourth winter in the Midwest, so it's definitely... It's probably been the best so far,
1: okay. least amount
0: of snow, least amount of freezing cold days. My first winter in Wisconsin was when it was like that polar vortex and it oh. was negative 60 with the wind chill mm-hmm. and we, we didn't have a snow day, but we had a cold day. Okay. So um, this year's winter has been pretty mild to say the least. It there, hasn't you go. Been
1: too bad. there you go. Um, I, I think your season is late enough that you would never encounter this. Uh, But I got to ask, have you ever had a game affected by the snow?
0: Not yet. And it blows my mind every year that the snow melts in time because coming from the West Coast, I'm like, there's no shot that this snow is going to melt before the end of May. And it always does. And it's ready to go. So I think it helps, too, that, you know, the high school and now the college do play at Carson Park as well. So the city city's a little on top of it to make it happen. But cross our fingers we don't
1: have to deal with any snow delays this year okay yeah I I've told this story on the podcast before um when I was in Beloit we had a couple games get affected by the snow and the one I'll never forget I'll never forget it because I I was the PA announcer and DJ for every home game and of course when there's snow there's there already wasn't a ton of people in the stands in Beloit to begin with at the old stadium, um, but especially when they when it was cold out and it was snowy, I could hear everything the umpire was saying. I could hear everything the players and coaches were saying from the press box, which is bad. But um, yeah, it just started snowing like sideways, and we were wearing white jerseys, of course, and. Um, <laughs> And so I, I just heard that our catcher, Nick Collins, at the time, he he said to the ump, he said, how long are we going to do this? And the ump said, what do you mean? And he said, I can't see the ball coming at my face. What do you mean? Yeah. like So we, they kept on playing. They made it an official game. Um, but I remember we came back to win... I th- believe it was four to three. We were down three nothing. We came back to win four to three, um, in s- in the sixth inning, and then. Um, but I do remember there being like five errors in that half inning that we came back. So, I guess it was the snow was good for something that day. But
0: um, it was a it, good luck charm.
1: Yeah, and then we had a bunch of you know warm weather guys like either latin guys or we had a guy from hawaii i remember who was our catcher and they had never seen snow before and so they were out in the outfield doing snow angels after they called the game so
0: (laughs) we um we had a player from hawaii 2019 and his host mom told me last year that it would be 80 80 90 high low 90s in eau claire and he would have the heater on because he was so cold and she couldn't figure out why their heater bill or like their heat bill was so high in the middle of the summer and it's because he had the heater on downstairs (sighs) in the basement
1: and was just cooking them. so (laughs) that's crazy that's that's another level of crazy i think yeah (laughs) so i lived in wisconsin for four years And I have, I definitely have my favorite parts about living in Wisconsin, and I want to know what your favorite parts are.
0: Oh, I feel like it'd be pretty cliche if I said, like, the beer and the cheese. But it's Um, true. (laughs) I'm not a big beer drinker, so I I can't attest to that, but I do love all the variety of cheeses. I don't know, just, it's Eau Claire in the Chippewa Valley. It's very outdoorsy, people like to be outside, you know, there's lots of walking trails and um, live music, Carson Park, um, floating the river, Kugels is 15 minutes away, Mm, and so, you know, there's a lot of stuff to do in the summer, and, you know, it doesn't matter how many times I go to Kugels, I love going, taking a tour, just sitting in the brewery, having some, like, having some beers, so, but, you know, just the touristy stuff I'm still loving about wisconsin um and then i did get to go to a packer game so i can't complain about okay. that. so
1: are you a packers fan
0: i was born and raised a packers fan oh boy <laughs> yep <laughs>
1: i have been to lambo a couple times and it is an amazing experience um i'm an eagles fan but every everybody was very nice to me um so <laughs> okay. like we were we were getting our butts beat one time it was when mark sanchez was our quarterback and i and i remember um i was there and i was freezing my butt off and this nice packers fan next to me he said he said i feel bad that we're beating you guys so bad i'll i'll buy you your your next beer and i was like oh
0: all right, that's P- fair.
1: <laughs> people people in the mes- Midwest are really nice, so... Yes, yes. The, the, uh,
0: well, I've always heard Minnesota nice, but people yeah. always say that people in Wisconsin are nicer than Minnesotans,
1: so... <laughs> well, I have an ex from Minnesota, so I'll go on the record on saying that Wisconsin is way nicer people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you some insight about line and Kugels, though. In this, I invented this myself, and... Okay. Um, season ticket holders would actually order it at our concession stand um so i would mix the summer shandy with huh? with the honey Weiss, yes and i would call it a summer honey and okay. yeah so uh season ticket holders would would go up to the concession stand and ask for a summer honey and
0: so you must be the reason why they have the mixology now then yeah because you can go and they have different um like the honeywise and the shandy or the berry vice and another drink and you can mix them together and it tells you what it would be so maybe you other is reason why yeah maybe they the br- brewology, is what yeah. they call it
1: I don't know which flavor it is but there's one of them that tastes just like fruity pebbles. I think uh, it's the berry weiss, if I'm not mistaken. I do like
0: the berry. But, the berry is very good. Yeah. I also like their Oktoberfest. Yeah. Surprisingly.
1: Yeah. You still can't go good. wrong with Lining Kugels. No. You you can even it's get Lining Kugels on the East Coast now, which is kinda wild. Really? Yeah.
0: Just still can't get the the spotted cow. You gotta no, go to Wisconsin for no. that.
1: I do love some spotted cow, that's for sure. Man, I do I do miss that. I also miss Culver's
0: oh Culver's is the best
1: yeah Culver's is awesome do you guys serve uh cheese curds at Carson Park of
0: course we serve cheese curds there you go I love cheese curds
1: (laughs) I was the director of food and beverage my first year in Beloit which didn't didn't make any sense I had no experience doing that (laughs) um I just got I just did it to get my foot in the door, and you know my general manager at the time said you can't run out of these things hot dogs beer and cheese curds and i looked at him dead in the eyes and i said what are cheese curds
0: oh no (laughs) and
1: he was like oh boy this is gonna be a long summer
0: so we ran out of propane before a friday night game this season and we're calling everyone to come and get it filled and we're like Worst case scenario, we're just going to run to Culver's and we're going to order pounds of cheese curds. Because like you said, we can't be out of cheese curds or people are going to be livid.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) Boy. Yeah, I I don't even want to know how angry people would be if that happened. So, Sammy, how did you become the general manager of the Eau Claire Express?
0: Yep. So, Jacob Service was our previous GM and you know no hard feelings towards Jacob at all I absolutely love him he's a dear friend of mine uh, he left midseason okay. uh, this last year um, and took a job with the Packers um, at the Hall of Fame um, Ooh. you know that's an absolute dream job for him and so the position kind of was just there for me to absorb um, I kind of just went all full force on it you know I absorbed taking care of the interns and part-time staff and the seasonal staff, and I just dove right into it, and I just didn't even blink an eye, you know, we didn't skip a beat, we just kept going, um, and so, you know, it kind of just fell into my lap, it mm-hmm. wasn't really something that I was expecting to happen, um, I'd just been promoted to AGM literally six months before that, oh. and then before that, I was the director of ticket sales. Um, so it, what would what have been my third season with the express was only my second season. So okay, it's, it's, almost kind of a little whirlwind when I'm still adjusting to it, but yeah. it's been nothing but short of exciting and crazy. And, you know, our sponsors are happy with it. Our host families are happy with it. So that's all that matters. That's
1: great. That's awesome. Yeah. It's amazing what, what hard work can do if you're in the right organization. So um super happy for you there. So, I was going to ask what I didn't realize um, I guess that your background was in ticket sales. So, uh-huh. what do you think is the secret to sales? The number one secret.
0: Ooh, number one secret to sales. Oh, I guess what, you kissing their butts. Yeah. You know, you keep you keep them happy, you you smooth talking when they're at the games and you get all buddy buddy with them. There's some accounts that I have that I won't give up because I've just gotten so close with them that, you know, I can talk crap with them at the games mm-hmm. and give them a hard time and it's all just because, you know, I was just personal with them and I made sure that they were happy and I took care of them and so, you know, if you got to do a little extra to go out of your way, you just make it happen.
1: Yeah, I I definitely agree. It's like if you find like one like common ground with somebody, you can be you can be their best friend mm-hmm. for for life, and they'll always come back to you. And I've yeah. used that mantra in in baseball, and I'm I'm in insurance now, which isn't nearly as fun as baseball, <laughs> um, but still have still have a great relationship with all my customers um you know if you can the the more you re- can relate to them you know obviously the better you are but yeah um i also want to spin off of that and ask you what your best sale was it doesn't have to be the biggest sale but your best my one. Best
0: sale oh i think my best sale will probably be my first ever sale um I think I had been with the Express for two days, if that, and, you know, it was renewal season, and I was still learning the CRM and getting comfortable, and I was still the newbie in the office, and, you know, I sent an email to someone not really entirely sure that they were going to respond right away, and she was ready to book, she was ready to pay and everything, and I was just like, okay, this is going, like, it's happening, and so I think that that's. Kind of when I realized, you know, sales may not be fun, but when you're in baseball, you're selling to an audience that already likes baseball, Mm -hmm. they want to be there, and you have something in common with them, um, like you said, and so it's it's an easy sell.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I did mostly sponsorship sales when I was in baseball, and... I mean sponsorship sales is is tough sometimes mm-hmm. so sometimes it's easy like if 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 your point of contact is a big baseball person, it's super easy right if that person i remember I used to hit up this big furniture store year in and year out, and the guy just did not care about baseball he he was a big like racing fan and i'm I'm just not into racing and like usually i will i will say like i can pretty much relate to anybody i could not relate to this guy at all and they never did anything um came close a couple times but they never did anything um but yeah i i miss that aspect of of working in baseball even though the sales come a lot easier in insurance yeah. because everybody needs it
0: everyone needs insurance but yeah
1: but it's just not nearly as fun to to talk right. insurance than it is to talk baseball, you know yeah. so um, so you've worked for a number of different teams mm-hmm. and so you worked for the St. Saint Paul Saints, yep. which are now affiliated actually. Yes. Um, but Bill Murray is one of their owners. Did you ever mm-hmm. get to meet him when you were an intern there? I-
0: didn't he no. never made an appearance the 2018 season? But before at least once I got there, I didn't get there till end of June, just with how college ended. Um, so the, from the time I was there, he was never there. But I was hoping because I thought that would just be a, such a cool right. experience. But um, we did have found, she wasn't Miss Venezuela, but it was one of the the southern foreign countries. She was one of the like their Miss. Mm. representatives and so she came to a saints game and so i got to like kind of be like her chauffeur for the day hang out with her during the game and all that stuff so that was cool okay but no never got to meet bill murray all
1: right well that's a that's a shame because (laughs) i've i've had some i think i've had one other person that worked for saint paul um and they got to meet bill murray like they were happened to be in an elevator with him and it was like just like a really funny story but yeah who was that um you're gonna put me on the spot i'd have to go look back i think Um, was that a girl no i don't think so uh-huh.
0: I, the only other person that I know that I think had the opportunity to beat Bill Murray, she was there the year before me, and that's Emma Tiedemann.
1: That's She's... it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Emma's
0: yeah. one of my really good friends. Okay. Okay. We both were in Medford together my first year in baseball.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's so cool. that's kind of
0: how I got my in with the Saints was because of Emma. And then one of her best friends is Sierra Bailey, who is now the VP of um, – Uh, their promotions and their uh, brand.
1: Okay. I didn't realize, so I knew, like, if you had said the person's name, obviously I was going to remember. But Mm -hmm. now that that I know that you worked with Emma, what was it like working with her?
0: (laughs) Emma is one of the most humble people I've ever met. Um, She's truly, I'm like, I... She probably thinks I'm joking when I say this, but I'm one of her biggest fans. Um, you know, she's led the way for so many women in mm-hmm. baseball to be where she's at, but there's just this quirky, goofy side to her. You know, I she has this nif- nickname called Biscuits from the 2015 20, 20, team of okay. the Rogues, and, you know, she's just, you know, one of your buddies. Um, if she were to ask you what's one thing you would describe Danny. she called me sassy she absolutely loves when I just give the sass to her and (laughs) um she's one of those people that's just right there to congratulate you or cheer you on when something major happens so that's a very genuine person
1: have you gotten to meet her fiance jesse
0: i met jesse before they um became public so i met jesse back in 2018 at the winter meetings in Vegas. Okay, they were still secretive. Yeah. So I was very happy when that all came about.
1: So, and I don't know how you met your husband, right? You're married, right? Boyfriend. Boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I don't know how you how you met him. So take this with a grain of salt if he works with you. But um, Emma and Jesse obviously work together. Mm-hmm. They have in the past and present now um they've both been guests on this podcast both super fun um i don't i said to them i said i don't know how you made it work i dated somebody (laughs) that i worked with and it was the worst decision i ever made hands down i can imagine yeah well when you i mean you have like a front office of what like four or five like three yeah yeah that's how it, that's how it was in Beloit too. Yeah, and I was dating one of them, so
0: you were with them all the time. Oh, it was
1: <laughs> it was terrible. Hands down, worst decision I ever made. Um, <laughs> so again, if if you if you guys met at the ballpark, take it with a grain of salt. So we did not. Okay. so you're all good there. <laughs> all right, and and if you met online. Me and my wife met online, too, so it's all good.
0: It's how it happens nowadays. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, especially when you're... I mean, I don't know what he does for a living, but you're at the ballpark all the time. So yeah. that's how it has to be sometimes. Yeah. Especially when you move around as much as, you know, people in minor league baseball do. You've been there for a right. little while now, but you get my point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, so to one of your other former teams, what do you think of the recent attention that the Portland Pickles have gotten on social media lately?
0: You know, it doesn't surprise me. Um, (laughs) You know, they... When people are like, you worked for the Portland Pickles, like, what the heck? Like, and they're just so, like taken back by the name and they really just ran with it and you know they they opened up like i think it was a bar or a restaurant um and it's got the pickles in the name and you know every time they come across my social media it takes me back because i'm like not expecting them to be you know blowing up on twitter right and then i see it and you know they've they've got a, i'm not entirely sure who's still ownership over there but when i was there it was alan and um john ryan who was the punter for the seahawks at the time
1: yeah yeah okay
0: yeah and so you know both those people together just completely total opposites you know john ryan's wife if they're still together um was a comedian and so you know lots of comedy and you know, not so serious stuff and then alan was in the music business and so it's just you know together just you know wackiness is
1: what they are all right they they have definitely taken um the saying like what what is it um bad publicity is still publicity so, um they 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 know what they're doing like it's mm-hmm. it's not like oops that's what we did it's yeah. it's like this is what we're and doing I think yeah
0: a lot of that has to do with um Their ballpark is, there's not a lot to their ballpark. It's in the middle of Portland and it's in the middle of the neighborhood. And so, you know, they had to make a name for themselves besides just baseball, kind of like the Savannah Bananas, Mm -hmm. but, you know, bring people to, you know, join the little pickle community. And so they really had to take it outside of just the ballpark and make it big. And then now they go to like, what, Mexico every year and they play some games down there. And so... they've done a a really good job with it but like you said
1: (laughs) yeah i i i like it i mean they they shake things up it's yeah it's cool (laughs) have you ever been a part of like a team and the social media presence like trying to shake things up kind of like that
0: um not 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 that i'm aware of or not that i can think of you know when i was with the rogues Um, Our general manager, she always liked to do fun, new things. Mm -hmm. Um, So we, you know, we did a lot of quirky, crazy stuff over there, um, which kind of, you know, her goal was to always um, get recognized um, through, like, a minor league team and have the team kind of just, you
1: know, be a guinea pig of
0: um, of what they would do. But, you know, nothing too crazy that, you know, to try and put us out there.
1: Okay. When I was in Beloit, we had the the marketing budget was next to nothing, and we were we were all young and on dating apps, of course. And me and another intern—I wasn't an intern, but me and an intern had this great idea. We were gonna make Snappy the Turtle a, t- a Tinder account, <laughs> and yes. that. That got weird. Um, it didn't <laughs>
0: it did quickly.
1: <laughs> it it didn't last very long. Um, he got weird messages. Um, but
0: people would probably mascot finishes coming out
1: of the woods. <laughs> yeah. Well we got some of those on on just regular Facebook, trust me. Um, but but yeah, the Tinder thing wasn't completely all the way thought through. Um but when when you, when your marketing budget is next to nothing you kind you kind of gotta pull some things out of thin air and just kind of make it happen but right. um yeah, I, I wouldn't advise for other teams to do that, but uh, <laughs> you know, here we are um, so. the,
0: the Duluth huskies they got they had someone that was their bachelorette for a game and you know the players every inning had to try and like fight for her so that's kind of what that reminds me of Oh,
1: okay what... they we're
0: supposed to have men that um like nominated themselves for it but then she ended up getting a boyfriend so the whole thing just went oh. south real quickly and so they had to come up with something real quick to make it all work that kind of is what reminds me okay
1: of. what year were you in Duluth I wasn't oh okay
0: but when we're at, North like, Northwoods League meetings, we all talk about one promotion oh, that we did that year, yeah. and that was their promotion that they talked about, Okay,
1: so. okay, sounds good. So, you guys, the Eau Claire Express, they are a college wood bat league team, clearly. Mm-hmm. Can you describe a promotion that you guys have done, or that you've been a part of, that would have never worked if you were an affiliated team. Clearly, you guys can do more stuff freely with the players and that kind of yeah. that kind of thing.
0: Um. So when I thought about this question, I I I had to bring in some reinforcements because I was like, "What's something that we've done?" And so I'm taking it back to my time with the Medford Rugs. It wasn't the year them; it was there the, the following year. And it was a Buffalo Wild Wings promotion. And we took, you know, those rubber chickens mm-hmm. and we took a slingshot and we would slingshot these headless rubber chickens and you would have to try and catch them with a giant net. Yeah. And let's just say that the overall look of the promotion wasn't probably the most appropriate oh. or the time that yeah. I participated in the, the promotion got slapped in the face with the rubber chicken.
1: <laughs>
0: I just completely straight down my nose my face and just and those <laughs> were chickens are hard yeah <laughs> or you know so and it was
1: that's funny it was,
0: we would have or we had another one our intern his name was richard so we always called him we would we had a promotion was um chips what was it it was a like a it was a golf promotion and you had to try and hit richard Okay. And he would dress up in all these different costumes. So there was like Elsa, and um, we had a uh, like a country night, so he was dressed in head to toe all of that. And it got to the point where no one could hit him. That the players on the opposing team would try and get it, and it was, um, I believe we called it Chip the Dick.
1: So <laughs> that's great.
0: You know, little stuff like that that you. Know, we probably wouldn't
1: get away with it in eau claire but we definitely got away with in the great west league yeah okay i dig it <laughs> you gotta be a, a little bit risque there i like it all right um so i was looking at your guys's website uh-huh. and it looks like everybody else in your front office staff is a part owner of the team except for you is that true
0: yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah so, it is, we actually just brought on an intern from this last season, so it's now myself and Ben, we're the only non-owners okay. in the front office, but yeah, it you know, so, we have three part-time owners, and then it was just myself and interns, so.
1: Nobody is anybody's boss there, like, are they <laughs> your boss, are you their boss, I don't know.
0: We're all just kind of our own bosses. Okay,
1: interesting. <laughs>
0: You know, I, I'll do whatever they want, and I'll listen to whatever they have to say, but, you know, they, they have that trust in me where, you know, I can be my own boss, too, so.
1: All right, all right. Um, and we've, we've been talking, you know, you obviously you spend a lot of time at the ballpark. Mm-hmm. How does your boyfriend feel about that?
0: He, so we met during quarantine and COVID and all that stuff. I had moved back home. I shouldn't say home, but I moved back home to Minnesota. Okay. That's where my family had moved, moved to. And so, um, we met because of COVID. And so he actually moved to Claire with me. Um, and he kind of knew that if he wanted to be able to spend time with me, he'd have to come to the ballpark. And so, it kind of worked out for me he became a little bit of a, a worker for me he would okay. you know tear tickets or wristband people or pour beer um All right. so he definitely didn't get the you know the luxurious side of being you know um the boyfriend of the general manager or the yeah the significant other of the general manager so <laughs> he's enjoys it you yeah. know um there's been times where we've gone to the airport to pick up a player, and so, you know, him and the player get to talk in, and they have a good time, and um, he he likes it, I think. I think he's ready for the season to happen.
1: Okay, okay. Was he a big baseball fan before he met you?
0: Um, so -so? I'd say he was a baseball fan. He's definitely a hockey and a golf fan. Yeah. Um, If he's from Minnesota,
1: that's not surprising.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, Yeah, he likes baseball. He definitely is maybe a little bit more into it now because me, I'd like to say, but...
1: Okay, all right. Um, So I was checking out your Instagram, and you can plug that later on if you want. Um, How spoiled is Kiz on a scale of one to 10?
0: Uh, He's like a solid 15. Yeah. (laughs) We've had him for almost two months almost two months now um the dog's probably gone to work with me almost every day
1: oh
0: uh, he's loving <laughs> that so the goal would be for him to become a bat dog okay um his retrieving skills and his eye contact isn't quite there yet you toss him a toy and it just rolls him right in the face um <laughs> <laughs> and, and you He'll... almost feel bad for him but it's it's pretty ridiculous um i always was like nope he's gonna sleep in his pen and he did you know for a while and now i just get sad i have to yeah. put him in his pen so right. he sleeps with us and he takes up most of the bed and yep
1: he's a golden gold yeah he's a golden retriever right yep okay he yep. he is very 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 cute Thank he you. looks you know you know how like you look at a dog, and you're like, "Oh, he's such a good boy." I can tell that Kiz is can be a bad boy, though.
0: Oh, it very much. You
1: just look at him and know yeah.
0: he is very naughty. I tell him that probably five to ten times a day, um, whether it's you know chewing on his dad's tennis shoes downstairs or
1: yeah,
0: um, what else does he do? Trying that's like the biggest one. He he's destroying his tennis shoes right now. Um, he just he's like starting to get into those teenage years where he doesn't really listen to me, and so he'll look back at me or he'll give me this look like I hear you, but I'm not gonna listen to you yeah so bo Bo does he, the same
1: thing yeah, um, he's,
0: he's very independent
1: yeah, Bo is the unofficial mascot of the pulling tart podcast, and <laughs> um he so he he came to be because. I was at a um, a video board conference in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and my wife had jury duty that day, and we we had agreed when I came back from this video board conference, and this was when we were still dating, um, and I was like in in the process of moving my stuff in with her, and. We had talked, about, we, were, we were going to go look at dogs when I got back. And I called her like on my lunch break at this conference and I said, hey, what are you doing? And she said, I'm at PetSmart. And I said, why are you at PetSmart? Well, she, ad- she adopted this cute little puppy from the, from the pound. And um, he's been here ever since. He, now he goes to doggy daycare two or three times a week. Um, he is, he is like a Beagle, Jack Russell mix, I think. Cute. Um, he is, he is pretty cute. Um, also bad. Oh uh, We yes. call him, we call him Bad Boy Bo. Um, he is, yeah. he is sleeping right now because he's so tired from playing all day at doggy daycare.
0: Right, yeah. It's
1: ridiculous. We,
0: um, we, we take kids to, to doggy daycare yeah. as well. And there's one day where, you know, I was like, I got meetings, I got a doctor's appointment. I was like just gonna take them to daycare i'll pick them up around lunchtime all of a sudden it's three four o'clock and get right at i'm getting ready to head home driving home and i'm like gotta go pick up kids gotta go pick up kids i drive all the way to our apartment and i look in the back seat and i go Wrap! so i'm speeding back to the doggy daycare center and it's only three hours later until we have to be back there for puppy class. Oh. And the poor dog just sat there the whole time and was like, I don't want to play. I barely want any treats. He's like, I am so tired. Yep. I go home and pick him up and he's sitting in the corner because he just wants to sleep and he wants a break from everyone. Mm-hmm.
1: What? So why is his name Kiz? What does that stand for?
0: Yep. So he's named after Kevin Kistner. Oh. The golfer.
1: Okay. Okay. So,
0: we we were spitting out names. We knew we wanted it to be sports related, and um, we my boyfriend goes, "Well, what if we named him Kistner?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then we we keep spitting out names, and I, you know, we're on our way to Mall of America, and I just decided I was like, "I'm gonna tweet at Kevin Kistner." And so I said, "Hey, hey, Kevin, what are the odds that I name my puppy after you?" And he responds, he goes, "Send." And I said, like, "All right, bet." I was like, "We bring him home on November thirtieth. Um, I'll introduce you to him then." Yeah. And so we, um, we once we we brought him home, we took a couple days, and then we put him in my boyfriend's golf bag, and we we tweeted out him. where I like, "You said I told you we would name our dog after him. Here you go." And he was all for it. So. <laughs> the name fits him well he absolutely loves golf okay um he sits on the couch watches golf his his ears perk up whenever he hears Kistner's name on tv oh okay um my boyfriend has some putting mats that he's putting together to try and sell and so they often are our floor in our apartment and so when he's practicing his putting uh Kiz will run over and knock the ball in with his nose, nope. and then he grabs the ball and brings it back. <laughs>
1: That's and so great.
0: he's definitely a golf dog at heart.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> nice. Um, so we know that you have cheese curds at Carson Park. Mm-hmm. But what is the best concessions item?
0: Uh, so when... I would say when Jacob was sold the Express, he would just make these random concoctions, um, and so you know whatever he would make was probably my favorite thing. But we have really good pulled pork.
1: Oh, okay. our pulled
0: pork sandwiches are some of my favorites. Nice. Um, you know whether those are with loaded nachos or um, just in the sandwich. This last year we had a, tons of different cotton candy flavors. Okay, so that was fun. Um, and. 2019, we used to make our chips by hand. Ooh, those wow. were always really good. Okay. Um, our stadium ops in turn that had to make those absolutely hated them. Um,
1: okay. <laughs> well that's But yeah. they were really good. Okay.
0: Um, other than that, you know, people go crazy for the brats. Yeah. We soak them in beer. Yeah. as you know, you have to in Wisconsin. Yeah, you have
1: to. That's a normal thing. Yeah. We can't
0: keep the pulled pork in stock, so. okay that's probably my favorite and everyone else's favorite all
1: right all right um and i can really only imagine the answer to this question because you have such a small front office Mm -hmm. what is the most other duties as assigned moment in your career
0: (laughs) um so another one back to the rogues we were down in chico And it's like 101, 107. It's July, and it's just hot. And our bus broke down. And so, you know, we Chico ended up having some vans that we could borrow, so we could drive them back home, turn around and drive them back so they could go on a trip and use them. But, you know, we've got three vans full of sweaty college guys, and it's, you know the luxurious life of, you know, your bus breaks down, you gotta get back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say either that or dealing with anything with rain. Um <laughs> Carson Park uh does not have a lot of um coverings besides the grandstand. Mm-hmm. Um so you know we're running to pull down the the windows for the apparel wagon, um, move any signage so it doesn't blow away, all while you're trying not to slip as you walk into the concession stand because it's underneath the grandstand. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, slippery and wet and all the fans are there and all the players are hiding over there and mm. you
1: know,
0: it's never ending.
1: No, no, it's definitely not. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. So what's the strangest thing that has come up during a game that you've had to assist with
0: these are you didn't tell that my time in in medford with the rogues was quite always interesting and never a normal day yeah um (laughs) it was playoffs 2017 we're playing the portland pickles and so in the summer in oregon it's very dry we get a lot of fires we get a lot of thunderstorms um And it's August at this point and we're getting hit really hard with Mm thunderstorms, dry thunderstorms. And, you know, we're, we're in a delay. And so the players are doing their thing and all of a sudden we hear this loud boom. And so we go out to the, I go out to the parking lot and a car is on fire.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) It's just straight. No one was in it just on fire. just been sitting there. We don't know at this point if the, lightning hit it or what, um, you know, all the players are coming out on both teams trying to take photos. And I'm over here like, no, 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 go back inside. I do not need anyone getting hurt at this Mm. point. Um, You know, there was a child that, you know, I'm not entirely sure how he ended up naked, but he's running around naked and we're trying to get clothes on him that are seven sizes too big and we're calling 911. And we're just like, what is going on? Hour later, we go back, we finish the game, and we go on to the championship.
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow,
0: it was like chaotic for two hours, and then right back to playing baseball. If
1: if that was like a meme, I'm, I'm picturing, I'm picturing like that that um, what what's the what's the video where the kid is swinging on the on the swing and in the background, like there's just like a bill, a building like, right. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm picturing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I should have done this earlier on in the conversation, but I wanted to point out that I, this is, this is a perfect mix of Wisconsin and Delaware. So okay. it is Dogfish head, which is a local brewery. And okay distilling company here in delaware but it's a whiskey sour in a in a can um so i i learned to like a whiskey sour in wisconsin so yeah um put it anyways uh let's see all right and this these ones never i mean they always surprise me too they never shock me but uh, what's the weirdest interaction that you've ever had with a fan
0: it's 2019 it's my first game with the express it's opening night we had just we're over on the boat we're so the way that our fireworks shoot off and the way carson park is set up there's some softball fields behind it and so that's where the fireworks get shot off and so we're over there with the players and we're all picking up fireworks and there's cops all around and we're like what is going on mm-hmm. and then we go back and we go back over to the park and we're cleaning up everything else and the cops are like, hey, have you seen this guy? You know, he's, you know, we can't find him. Um, you know, we're just searching. <laughs> They're, you know, looking all over at the ballpark for him. we like, we haven't seen him. You know, if we see him, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. At this point, it's got to be close to 1 a.m. And we're all heading to our cars. And our intern goes to get into his car. And he looks in his backseat. And the kid is passed out in oh. the back of his Jeep. Jeez. And to this day, we still reference him as Kobe because he's wearing a Kobe jersey. Oh. Um, and so Kobe's knocked out high as a kite in the back okay. of Reed's car.
1: Jeez. Um,
0: just, we're like, well, first of all, why did you leave his car unlocked? And mm. how did this kid, why was he, like, why did he pick your car to get in the back? Like,
1: Great question. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. So... <laughs> So you had to deal with that, okay? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, what is the worst excuse that a game day staff member has ever used to call out of work?
0: I don't know. Uh, you know, our our employees are pretty good about showing up to work. Okay. I can't say that when they show up, they're always the most willing to work. Sure. Okay. Um, you know, they always come up with the excuses of, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to be on my feet. It's hot. I don't want to be in the sun. And I'm looking up and I'm like do you know what I've been doing for the last three hours getting ready for the game? Um, Or, you know, it's the, they don't want to be in this certain area. So they they sit on their phones and I look and I can see some of them from across. If I sit in the right spot, I can see just about everyone. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting over there and I can see someone just sitting on the, it's in the kids zone. And I can see them sitting on like the, the little area before you go into the jump house. And I can see him sitting there. and sitting on his phone. He's sitting on his phone. And so I come up and I I walk around so he can't see me. And I get up to him. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. I said, I, I could see her on your phone. He goes, so? I said, like, you you know that we can all see you over here mm-hmm. sitting on your phone. He's like, okay. And I'm like, you know your phone's supposed to be put away, so go put your phone away. And he kicks and he grabs his feet. And, it's, you know, we have other kids that... Um, it's one thing after another of what's going on or he said she said or you know mm. but that's what happens when you get to start working at 14 in Wisconsin
1: yeah yeah <laughs> kids these days man oh, oh, yeah.
0: can't find any good
1: help ever no <laughs> just kidding no. they're some of
0: the best and some of the most hard-working
1: yeah it's you know, it's a crap they, shoot for they sure. come back
0: year after year and it's so fun to see them grow mm-hmm. um you know from we have one, his name's Tristan, and he started out as a eighth grader going into a freshman in high school, and he started out as our mascot. Okay. And he had to be our female mascot because he wasn't tall enough to be our main mascot.
1: Okay. And so
0: it's just fun to see him grow and be able to be tall enough to be tracks and not tricks and he just he plays tricks so well that he (laughs) just needs to be her um and so he has he asks if he can choose who's going to be the mascot with him just because you know that's his wife and so he has to you know be all lovey with it but
1: yeah they all grow
0: and they all have their positions that they love and okay it's been fun to get to watch some of them grow from you know 14 to 18.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Alright, um... Do you have any wild tarp stories? I know Wisconsin's a mixed bag as far as that yeah. goes.
0: <laughs> I've actually only pulled a tarp once.
1: What? What? And you're the general yeah. manager. Wow.
0: Well, we don't have a tarp in Carson Park.
1: What?
0: We have tarps for our mound and our home plate. Um... The only time I've ever actually pulled a tarp was at Saint Paul Saints.
1: Wow.
0: Yep. That's crazy. Um, so,
1: why don't you guys have a tarp? I don't know. <laughs> so, so you do you guys get a lot of rain out, son? Or?
0: Nope. Mm-mm.
1: Whoa. I think
0: last year we had one, maybe
1: two. Oh wow yeah does um, your fuel just drain pretty well it drains really well it's a city
0: on ballpark so the city's on it right away and starts taking care of it but that's yeah okay. i've only had to pull a tarp once
1: that's incredible okay <laughs> wow
0: you could say i'm spoiled
1: <laughs> yeah so your your ballpark just must drain extremely well okay that's that's wild. It's
0: nothing like um who is it the Kenosha or Kalamazoo. it might be Kalamazoo and they flood
1: yeah I know Madison's field doesn't drain that well either but yeah man that's that's crazy Todd. you're the general manager you've only pulled tarpon <laughs> Have you you've been in a mascot costume right yes okay
0: uh, first time I was in the mascot costume I had to ride a stationary bike for um a it was a for a radio station with the rogues um i Emma and i took turns being in the mascot for it and it was august and it was 100 degrees and smoky outside and i had
1: to i had to play broom hockey as as snappy the turtle once um and on ice it was incredibly dangerous because, um, you know, you can't see... At least
0: if you fell, the head's cushioned. Well,
1: that's true. Yeah, and I... But I would have... If I would have fell on my back, it would I would have been a literal, like, turtle trying to get, like, off of, like, the shell. Um, right. But, yeah. Um, or
0: the head would have fallen off.
1: Yeah. You can't see anything. Like, you know, your peripherals aren't really that great when you're in a mascot costume. So it was extremely difficult. Oh, I
0: believe it. Um, Those heads are
1: heavy, and they smell. And yeah, man. Um, so we do have quite a bit of listener questions. You're pretty, pretty okay. popular. So
0: um, <laughs> I can only imagine what some of them are.
1: So <laughs> this one is from Mike Sellers, who is a loyal okay. listener of the podcast. Um, he said, a couple years ago, I made a 162 item ultimate baseball bucket list and included on it was to visit carson park in eau claire what awesome. what are the most important things to visit slash experience at or around the ballpark when i finally make it there
0: um definitely you've got to check out the pink um, Aaron statue that sits out front the hank Aaron plaza mm-hmm. um you know after hank Aaron died last year um everyone kind of went to that area in eau claire and kind of that's where they were able to mourn him um and it was really cool to just to see all the flowers and stuff um so that um if you're ever at an express game we actually have a history of carson park and the express um as a um, as a sign when you first come in and so it kind of tells the history of um of eau Claire baseball and the express and like jordan zimmerman and cole calhoun and so it just takes on this little timeline uh that's pretty cool okay um but i mean really it's just the atmosphere you know people get really excited to come to Carson park because it's just so rich in its history between hank aaron making his mailing debut there mm-hmm. joe tory bob uecker um you know when i'm interviewing interns i really sell them on that but then i said you know we're always making our own history there you know we had john zimmerman cole Calhoun played for us for three years bell varsha played for us for two years griffin jacks played for us you know we have yeah. our own history that's coming out of carson park so i think it's just it's a historic landmark yeah you know and around carson park so carson park sits So, there's Carson Park, and then there's Carson Park Baseball Stadium. That's, you know, where the express place. So, Carson Park as a whole is this little island that is separated by Half Moon, Lake, or Bay. I can't ever remember which one, but there's Walking Trails, the the Paul Bunyan um, Museum, Camp, and then you've got the Chippewa Valley Museum over there. And then on Sundays in the summer, there is a little train that you can ride. Oh, okay. and
1: then right. there's lots of fishing, and you know, there's a lot of
0: stuff to do nice. over there besides just going to watch the
1: and, Express. And more. visit Line and Kugels. Exactly, yeah. visit Line and Kugels. Okay, all right. Um, you kind of already answered this question, but Nola446 asked Are you in the clear when it comes to mascot duty when you're <laughs> a GM? And apparently you are.
0: I wouldn't say I'm in the clear, um, especially with a small staff right now. I don't know if I'd always make my my um, my food and bed guy do it all the time, so I would probably get in it. But I do have someone on hand that's always willing to get in it.
1: Okay, all right. Um, Ryan Carl asked, "Will you have a bat dog for the twenty twenty two season?" I don't I don't think Kiz is gonna be there yet. That's... So
0: Ryan's my best friend. Okay. <laughs> and so i I laughed i saw that question but uh kids will hopefully be at games and you know he'll slowly be learning he does have a mini bat right now that he kind of gnaws on um hasn't quite figured out to walk with it okay um he likes sticks but he really likes to walk his leash so if we can just figure out the concept of his leash going in coming out and his bat going in maybe we can figure it out but right now it's um it's
1: not looking too well. <laughs> okay. All right. It
0: may need a few years.
1: <laughs> um, Patrick Larson asked, what is your favorite visiting ballpark to visit in the Northwoods League?
0: I feel like I'm going to get a lot of crap for this if anyone from the Express listens, but Traverse City. Okay. Um, and only, I say I'll get crap for it because we lost to Traverse City in the championship game in 2018. Yeah. Um, but they have an absolute beautiful ballpark. You know, they used to be a minor league team. Um, well, it used to be a minor league ballpark and it's just beautiful. Um another one that's amazing is for my friends in Mankato with the Moondogs. You know, they just got these um they are um shipment containers mm-hmm. and they turned them into their um hospitality area. And they just did a fantastic job with them. They just held the All-Star game this last year, and they did a really good job. Okay. And so, I mean, Cape Town, Traverse City, I haven't been to too many, but those are definitely two of my favorites that I've been okay.
1: to. So, I wanted to ask you if you do the beer batter promotion. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to tell oh, you... We do. I'm going to tell you why I'm a big fan of the beer batter promotion and why you should keep it. <laughs> I was, a, I was a single guy in living in Beloit and I um, had I was familiar with Rockford because my cousin lived there and I lived with, with him and his wife and their two kids for the first six months that I was working for Beloit and I um, eventually one of my co-workers left Beloit to go be the assistant GM for Rockford okay. and I had matched with this girl on Bumble and I was very single at the time which is not the case anymore clearly <laughs> um and so I was, I was very single and we went to a, a Rockford Rivets game and the beer batter promotion was going on this guy I kid you not struck out three or four times in the game and so I took advantage of the beer batter. It, I think it was, I think it was like buy one, get one free or buy one, oh. get one half off or something, hey, that's, that's some, a good deal, yeah. something ridiculous. And so I would go up and get us like two rounds each every time he yep. would strike out. And let's, let's just say that was, that was, that's one of my favorite promos- promotions. It was Great day, great night. Yep. So, um, so um, hopefully, my wife Craig, doesn't listen to this episode. So,
0: Craig Council came to a game in this last summer because um, his son was playing for the Wilmer Singers, and of course, Brady was the beer batter. And so, people are just going crazy for Brady to strike out, mm-hmm. and they know that Craig is in attendance. And I mean, I'm pretty sure he, you know, he took the opportunity for his son to strike out for him to go get some discounted beer. Yeah, But I just won't forget that how crazy, you know, Wisconsin loves their beer, but yep. people also love to see a major league manager's son strike out. To get oh some discounted yeah.
1: Beer. For so. sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Sammy, this has been great. Where can the listeners find you on social media?
0: Yeah, uh, I make it pretty easy. It's my first and last name, so it's Sammy underscore Costello, both Twitter and Instagram. Or if they want to follow Kiz, um, it's Kisner the Golden, and he has his own Instagram page. All
1: right. All right. I'm going to have to follow (laughs) Kiz. It's almost got
0: 1,000 followers.
1: Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's a lot. Jeez. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to definitely follow Kiz, for sure. Um, And you're also on LinkedIn, too. Yeah. So... Um, anybody that wants to connect on there Um, but so you've listened to a couple episodes I know you've Mm -hmm. you've listened to the last episode you probably listened to Emma's episode as well maybe Um, but during your baseball career what has Mm -hmm. been your favorite walk up song and whose was it
0: oh gosh Um, there was I think there's probably been a couple uh twenty sixteen I think it was. Um Parker Kelly had Party in the USA.
1: Okay. It's
0: a classic. Oh yeah, uh, twenty seventeen. Um I'm drawing a complete blank on its name. Um, but he had the Friends theme song. Okay. Um, our fans never really got into the whole copying part of it, but I loved it. Um, and then trying to just think what else. There was one in, tw- and when I was with the Saints, um, I, I can't remember what his name was, but he was getting ready to join the Navy, I think it was, um, and it was a, the game his son was at, and his game was, his son was like maybe two or three, and he changed his walk-up song to Baby Shark, because that was his favorite song.
1: Okay.
0: And he had one of the best games of his life. Oh, you know, oh. he had a home run, a triple, you know just went completely off and everyone was going crazy every time baby shark came on okay and so i think that that was a pretty cool cool experience to get to watch but i mean that song is just gone everywhere and that oh, everywhere so. yeah
1: what uh if you had to pick one to ride Ooh. out the end of the episode with and put on the pulling tart podcast walk up playlist on spotify which one?
0: Hmm that's a good oh i don't know there's a of songs that i like they're a little explicit um <laughs> um caught me off guard i don't know um that's a really good question
1: i feel a party in the usa hasn't been used yet
0: that's a good... We actually did a, uh, a karaoke to it in 2019 with the players. So okay. Probably Party in the USA. You okay. Gotta, gotta go with Miley Cyrus. Oh,
1: it's an all-time banger for sure. Yeah. Okay. For sure. All right. Yeah. So we'll, Final
0: answer, Party in the USA. All
1: right. We'll ride out with that one. Again, thank you so much, Sammy. This has been fantastic. I uh, really appreciate you taking the time out of your evening. I know things are ramping up and getting crazy for you, but really appreciate you taking the time uh, to come on the Pulling Tart Podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I
0: hopped
1: up the plane at LAX with a dream my again. Welcome to the land of fame except, am I gonna fit in? Jumped in the camp See the Hollywood sign. This is all so crazy. everybody seems so famous. My tummy's turning and i feel feeling kind of homesick. Too much pressure and I'm nervous. That's when the taxi man turned on the radio. And the Jay-Z song was on. And the Jay-Z song was on. And the
0: Jay-Z song was You've listened to the Pulling Tarp Podcast, distributed by Stoveleg Media. Make sure you check out our page at StoveLeg.com to learn more about Bobby and the rest of the show. StoveLeg Media, igniting conversation.